Hi, I'm Bernadette Joy. In 2014, I took out $72,000 in student loans to pay for grad school. Less than two years later, I made my final payment. Now I'm on a mission to help others save $1 million of debt by showing how you can save money, make money, and earn the lifestyle you love. You'll hear from friends and experts that helped me on my debt-free journey. Welcome to the Bernadette Joy Podcast, Crush This Debt, Season 2. It's Bernadette from Crush This Debt, and I am so excited today because we're talking about a topic that is really expensive and therefore really important to know how you can save money. We're talking about wedding planning, and I have my good friend here, Alessandra. Hi. <laughs> and she is the author of the Real Deal Bridal Bible, <laughs> the Real Deal Bridal Bible, and we're going to talk about her experience, how she got into writing this book, and tips that you can use if you are currently engaged or maybe thinking about getting engaged someday, and how you can plan a great wedding without breaking your budget. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And we actually met through my other business, Dress. Yes. And um, last year, was it last year that I was on your podcast? Yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah. And we had such a good time just trading war stories about our own weddings. Um, And she got so good at writing these stories that she actually wrote this book on how to help other people. So tell us a little bit more about how you got to to write this book. Yeah. Well, um, as you mentioned, I I planned my own wedding, which was a beast of an event to plan. (laughs) And um, I think it doesn't really matter whether you plan a big wedding or a small wedding. It's just, it's a huge task to plan a wedding that you don't really know until you're in it, Mm -hmm. like you and I have talked about. So um, I just had so much material and so many things that I found both useful and surprising and shocking and that caught me off guard. So I figured, you know, I'm a writer by nature. So I wanted to put all this information, you know, compile it into a book and put it out for the average person so that they can, you know, not fall into the same pitfalls that I did. Mm-hmm. And also just get, you know, a, a good, healthy experience planning a wedding because yes. it can become stressful really fast. Yes, it can be stressful and not just the finances, which we like to talk about, right? but all of the kind of hands in the pie yes. and all of the things that you have to juggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind sharing, what was something that was really stressful for you yeah. for your wedding? Oh, gosh. Oh, God, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one of the things that were really stressful for me is um, I'm, I'm a people pleaser by nature. Mm-hmm. So I had a hard time with kind of um, putting other people's expectations at bay to really find out what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that in the book is, is really drilling down to what you and your future spouse want. Um, cause a lot of these things, you know, you know, you want to marry them, right. But you never thought about like, I don't know, table linens or like how many people you want there, or if you want a big wedding or a small wedding or who you're offending. And there's just so many little emotional intricacies involved. Mm-hmm. So I find, you know, coming on here, I was so excited because like you said, debt is a huge factor. And I think oh my gosh. the average person getting married, I mean, you're going into debt. Most people are going into debt. Yes, and including myself. I did that. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And it can happen really fast. That's the scary thing about when you're planning a wedding because marketing now is just crazy. 
So if you can stay on top of it and, you know, get in, get into things beforehand, mm-hmm. this way you have like a plan and you can reel it in when you need to. Yes. Um, and the other part that I like to talk about since we're talking about budgeting is yeah. the emotional budget. Okay. I, I feel like there's just so much going on that you can really be depleted on that sense too. So it's yes. like your financial budget, your emotional budget. You want to keep yourself like happy, healthy, and really just enjoying it. Yeah. No, I think that is such a great point. Mm-hmm. And I actually think about budgeting both in the financial sense, but to your point, about emotional budgeting where I actually was given feedback earlier this year that I um, kind of spend my energy very thinly across a lot of different places. Yes, guilty. Yes, right? Um, But then when you have something like this, like a wedding, Mm -hmm. that's I feel like that tendency to do that in your everyday life is exasperated times 10 because this is like such a big deal. So can you tell us some tips that you have for finances for a wedding? Sure. Um, So on the finance end, I like to say, it may sound obvious, but number one, get a budget tracking tool. So a lot of people like to just use simple Excel spreadsheets and that works great for them. You know, Um, other people can check out something like wherever you register. Like I think Bed Bath & Beyond, for instance, they have a budget tracking tool like right there on their website. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they should. I think they probably still do. I know they did a couple years ago. Um, But then there's also like the knot.com and that offer these for free. So it's a really excellent way to kind of just keep everything um, at like a high level look so you can see where your money's going and how you want to spend it. Mm-hmm. Um, the next tip I have for that is to really just think about what you want your life to look like after the wedding. Like looking at the big picture, it, when you think about the wedding, it's like, oh my God, the wedding, the wedding, the wedding, and the wedding feels like the end all be all. But when you really start to put your long-term goals into perspective, like what do you and your spouse want to do? Do you think you want to have a baby soon? Or do you want to travel a lot? What do you want to spend your money on? Do you Are you looking to start a business? And mm-hmm. looking at the overall big picture helps you kind of reel it in when someone's like, hey, you need you know, uh, to spend $4,000 on this item that you're only going to use for four hours one day. Right, you right. Know? Oh my gosh, I'm smiling because um, two things happened when she said that. One is, and she doesn't know this because I have, I actually haven't uh, mentioned this to her, but CRUSH actually stands for different things. And U is for use a budget. So you mentioned that already. And obviously yeah. for something like this, and I think I, I had my wedding in New York. I think you did too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we both had our weddings in New York. And I think the average wedding cost in Long Island now is like, up to like 50 grand or something like that. Yeah. It used to be 30 grand a couple and years ago. And my wedding ago. was in Long Island. Well, Queens. Yeah. Yes. Laurel Park. Yeah. Obviously, if you have something like that, like that's 50 grand, like you got to get on a budget. There's no yeah. way to do that and stay on task mm-hmm. without making sure that you're tracking all those expenses. So I think right. it's really smart. Right. But the point that I love even more is R stands for redesign your life. And that's about thinking about, okay, what are your priorities? Oh, I love that. What are your goals? Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that yeah. in the wedding. They think it's so, so much easy about the to. day. Yes. It's right? so easy to. Well, because you have, I mean, you're one person. You've never done this before, usually. I mean, maybe it's your second or third time. I don't know. <laughs> no judgment. But like, you know, you don't do this every day. Yeah. But everyone else who's in the business of selling weddings does that every day. Mm-hmm. So they're like in your face. And not to mention if you're kind of like of the age where you're going to a million other people's weddings you're seeing what everyone else is doing and you want to be different you know you want to give your guests a cool experience so it can be a lot of pressure yeah Yeah. one thing that my friends have told me it was funny because I just had my best friend get married earlier this year Mm -hmm. and I was saying like I don't understand why y'all are so stressed (laughs) like it's not that big of a deal and they should that were like it's easy for you to say you were the first one of our group of friends to get married so there wasn't anyone 
to compare it to, and we're all just trying to like basically yes. top each other. Oh yeah. Well, and I, when I got married, it was two thousand and eight. So there weren't. I mean, I I joined Facebook after I had even got married. Oh my so gosh. There yeah. was no Pinterest. There was no hashtags on Instagram where everyone's seeing everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think the best thing you can do is just get some perspective and and yes. really think about like what you guys want. Yes. Um, so in terms of things that you think you can save or splurge on, so we like to, in Crush This Debt, I'm all about save money, make money, earn your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And for that, what I mean is that there are some places that it's okay to splurge. You know, I'm, I'm of the mindset, like there's no point in saving all this money if you're not going to enjoy your life. So what is one thing that you think is worth splurging on at your wedding? So it's actually to hire a wedding planner. And I know a lot of people are like, but that's more money. What are you talking about? But the thing is, is that a wedding planner can actually save you tons of money. You know, they're, they're kind of like that middle person. Mm -hmm. They work for you. So it's not like they're trying to sell you some things. Like they probably have connections with vendors. Sure. But they're not really in most cases, not going to pressure you to use any of them. Right. Um, They can tell you where you can cut corners. They can give you creative ways where you can still get that like wow factor and bang for your buck without breaking the bank. Yes. They are also great for your emotional budget because I can't tell you how many people have said to me like, thank God I hired a wedding planner because they were that third party in between myself and my mother-in-law where, you know, maybe the bride wanted this thing and and then the groom's mom or or the bride's mom or whomever, you know, why was pressuring them to do something else and it would cause friction. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to have a third party person step in and say, hey, listen, I've experienced this. I've been through this and this is why we should do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And they can be objective about it. Absolutely. It takes the pressure off. Because I've had some people who try to basically have one of the bridesmaids be that person okay. or a family member. Yeah. And they're not, sometimes I feel like they're not far enough removed from the whole situation yeah. to be able to give you some good advice to say like, all right, like I see where you're coming from, right. but you know, it could work out this way instead. Yes. So I yeah. think that's a great point. And that's not dissimilar from a lot of other things that we've talked about on this podcast. Like we've had, you know, personal trainer come in and it's like, why would you hire someone when you could go to the gym yourself? Like right. you can get better results for what you're looking to do, which is have a beautiful wedding. If exactly. you have an expert helping you. So exactly. That, that makes sense. And I wish someone had told me that. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Back then. Same thing. Um, and then what is one thing that you think that people maybe spend a lot of money on that maybe isn't worth the spend or that you can save a little bit on? One thing I would say that they, that a lot of people spend money on or feel pressure to spend money on is flowers. Uh Um, you know, obviously you want things to look beautiful and they're going to dress up a room, but I think if you really think about the cost involved with it, I'm not saying don't do flowers, but I'm just saying, don't let a florist sell you on, you know, Oh my God, you need this, this and that. You need flowers for this. You need flowers for the church. You need flowers for all these things. Um, ask the hall or the place that you're at, take a good look in there and see. It's probably beautiful that you don't really need, you know, really expensive mm-hmm. centerpieces that are really just going to get chucked at the end of the night, or maybe a guest is going to walk off with them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're going to have your, you, your spouse, your, your dress, your, maybe yeah. some bridesmaids. The whole day is going to be beautiful. So mm-hmm. it's a nice accent, but I don't think that you have to go crazy. And people do spend a lot of money yeah. on flowers. And I will say personally, even for myself, so my mom, who's very traditional at talking about emotional spending, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> she, she was um, very adamant that we had to have flowers at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm allergic to a lot of flowers. Oh, no. Like it's gonna it's gonna be miserable if I have that many. And so we went back and forth on it. And the mm-hmm. compromise was, you know, we had some flowers at the um at the actual ceremony, like down the aisle. So okay. I mean I wouldn't be really 
nearby it. But then okay. for the reception, the hall that we had our wedding at already had some great Perfect. decor, and we saved a ton of money. And my yeah. friend who just got married, she spent she said she spent like fifteen hundred dollars on flowers. Easily, I was like, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> a huge chunk of your budget going to something that's just going to get. You know, yeah, you. and to your point, when I go back and think about all the weddings that I've been to, will I, I will I remember exactly what flowers were there? Probably not. I right. remember more of who was there and how much fun I had yes. and how beautiful and get, looked. you know get creative too. Like I met somebody recently who she had like a really beautiful antique style wedding, and she didn't have a bouquet. Instead, she asked everyone in her family to send her like a brooch or something that she could use and she put them together and made it look like a bouquet and carried this beautiful brooch with the you know all these family heirlooms down the aisle and it was I mean it was gorgeous that I've never so, seen anything like it that's so cute I actually yeah. had a friend who um is a librarian by trade so she got all these like old books oh, and like cool. stacked them on these like mirrors for her wedding okay. and I think that was so cool because yeah. it's like very obviously you know something that she personally likes yeah so to your point getting creative and making it personal mm -hmm. and making it memorable that way I think I'll, you're right a lot more people would remember something like totally that. yay <laughs> so if people want to find out more about your book or you how do they find yeah. you so um I have a website for the book it's called realdealbrides.com and um there are some podcast episodes on there and there are some uh, really good articles on there you can find me there you can also find me at my personal website it's my name so just alessandramacaluso.com okay mm -hmm. awesome so if you want to find out more about her we're going to put her information on our website and on the youtube channel below and if you want to see more episodes like this or more tips subscribe to our channel and find us on crushthisdebt.com see you next time Thanks for listening. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Want to join our Crush This Debt campaign to pay off $1 million of debt? You can also learn more about our goal, tips, and today's guest on CrushThisDebt.com, our YouTube channel, and social media at Crush This Debt. See you next time.